basically the interview wants to know out of the many like say 10 15 things listed on the resume what is the thing that you are maybe proud of the most or what mm. was more challenging out of those okay for example you worked on five p- projects during uh, uh-huh. your uh, career or your school time but out of that those like five projects there might be one particular project which was more challenging than others it could be mm. due to a number of reasons you might have listed the technology or what problem you solve but the actual you know the full cycle of the software development is something that only you went through so Good one. it is important to keep a calm mind because you like as a speaker you want to be aware and um, uh, be in the moment and not mm-hmm. overthink things so first i think that uh, is something that comes with practice as well but uh, also like consciously thinking about uh, not panicking if something goes wrong especially with respect to the hardware the essence of community and kicking off like laracon before that itself getting into that mm-hmm. mode is really interesting that's really great and uh, you have experience of amazing conferences and since laracon india is happening in india obviously it's laracon india is happening first time ever so what your expectation from this kind of uh, conference against the conferences you have uh, ever speaked and attend uh, in the past um yes so laracon india firstly it is very close to heart because it is right at home in india i think that is like the cherry on top of the cake um, okay. also um i think it, this is like happening first time in asia and it is like happening as the biggest laracon that's happening i right. look forward to firstly seeing the power of the ecosystem and also sharing it with the world like we have a very strong ecosystem of developers yeah. in india of great startups of great products being built and having everybody under one roof together i think that energy will be unbeatable so i yes, think that's exactly. what would set it like apart and exactly so uh, obviously the energy has to be high because we have vishal bhai in our team so wherever vishal bhai is there the energy has to be 3x 4x 10x so that's really exciting yes you said that it's really amazing that it is happening in india and Uh, right now the biggest traffic on Lar- laravel documentation is coming from india so obviously it has to be the biggest laracon ever yes yes agreed completely <laughs> yes so drishti you are going to speak on this uh, laracon india you are one of the speakers so how that came into uh, your life like uh, when you thought that i am i also want to speak when you submitted your talk i'm not i'm not asking for the talk title <laughs> and what you are going to uh, speak but tell me about the journey and how that came how you know about the laracon india Okay, so specific to Laracon India, I was um, honestly I was casually browsing uh, on Twitter, and somebody in my network liked uh, Laracon India post that you know we are coming uh, as an in-person conference this year, uh, something that was not possible earlier because of COVID. Uh, it was uh, remote, so um, it just popped up on my feed, and I was like, okay, I am reading this right. Uh, it is laracon in india right so then i went to the page and i was like oh wow this is great and i just turned yes. on the notifications it i think happened very organically i got to mm-hmm. know once like uh, the process had started 
and i i actually um was interested in a couple of topics and um then i got reached out by the organizers that you know we think that this topic would be more of a great fit in the current lineup mm. that we had and would you be open to speaking so when you when you got to know that you are selected or your talk is selected what was your ex, uh, like excitement level yeah my reaction was like oh this is really great i get to share about things that i'm working on and things that i'm passionate about with the community and interacting mm-hmm. with so many great people i was like very very happy so uh, let's get back to your coding days when you have started your journey in coding mm-hmm. so tell me about that because obviously if you are going to speak you have amazing knowledge and i just want to know that how you got all these amazing knowledge from your life from your career so from when like coding started in your life okay so coding um actually started back in my school days so uh in my school we had a uh, coding as a uh, like a subject and uh, i actually during one of our um, like our annual events that happens in schools uh, there was something unique that everybody was creating some people were participating in uh, some uh, performances and all of that i was always into oratory so i was hosting that performance as well but i thought why don't i do something different this year and at that time q basic was the thing like uh, uh-huh. that was being taught to us so then i created in, a quiz in q basic okay. for all the in pages. which year uh i must mean my 6th or 7th grade like oh, at that wow. time <laughs> oh wow yeah. so uh, th- this is this is really from your childhood i can say yes from my school days <laughs> yes uh so i then uh, created like a quiz which had like sounds and everything and at that time um, uh-huh. yeah at that time uh, things were not that easily accessible so i used mm. to like sit back in my computer lab and uh, you know search how do i add mm-hmm. sound if somebody gets a right answer a wrong answer how does that calculation happens and then for the whole yes. day i had a leaderboard so that is where it like actually started and that got me mm-hmm. interested into coding then okay. um, i completed my bachelor's in uh, computer engineering so i continued okay. my passion and then i am a 2019 graduate uh, uh-huh. from my engineering and then so i have been working in the industry now and that is also into software development so wow. yeah it's something that was like uh, started back in 6th 7th grade and then i found that is to be like my passion and i'm continuing it from where you uh, completed your uh, engineering so i studied Which from school? cummins college of engineering based out in pune wow pune and- i know from pune the talent is really amazing especially mm-hmm. the it talent i think like in bangalore people are from outside of of india but in pune we have like pune people are really into that uh, it world yeah. so this is i really like that okay so uh, after this like you got into the coding and then now you are working in an amazing company so you have spoken on different conferences across the globe i can say yeah. so just tell me about that experience and when was your first talk you have given okay uh, so my first talk actually was at a pi ladies event um in pune mm-hmm. pi ladies is a python uh, uh, like a python uh-huh. organization which encourages yeah. women uh, to learn python and get into coding so that was the first like workshop that i had conducted i okay. think it was back in okay. around 2015 16 around that time oh wow yeah. um for, i'm not sure of the exact date i have a short clip on my youtube channel though so i can maybe refer that back but sure. that was the first time Please. 
then my yeah. first international speaking opportunity that i got selected for was uh, in january of 2019 and it was mm-hmm. at a conference called geek camp in the microsoft headquarters in apac so in singapore wow yeah. wow and that's this how it is started it, uh, is it is it uh, like it was related to php or python so uh, that was related to python but uh-huh. interestingly uh, singapore as well has a great ecosystem of developers mm-hmm. and i had exactly. the chance to attend singapore php uh, conference uh, back in okay. 2018 october uh, i got, uh-huh. got selected as a scholar and i flew there i attended the conference got into the php world and mm-hmm. actually it was there was a great panel discussion i got to meet like rasmus derek sebastian so like the creator wow. of php yeah, yeah. unit and uh, wow. xdebug great yeah yes and, yes yes and we uh, we we know about it. whenever you run the php unit the sebastian comes <laughs> yes yes so uh, i met uh, all these like great dignitaries like the people who created mm. firstly like rasmus created php and then exactly. everybody like xdebug and php unit mm-hmm. and i got yeah. um, to know about them i got to interact being a scholar one on one and everything and once i got to know about the community in singapore i thought that i have so many things that i'm doing back home so uh before this during college i did a lot of app development as well so i was a google mm-hmm. scholar a goldman sachs scholar so i did a lot of mm-hmm. things in tech and also helping out the local communities right and then once that's, I, that's really great once i landed in singapore attended the conference i got to know about the conference world like there's such a big world out there. <laughs> and i was still a student so things were mm-hmm. uh, like very new to me and i wanted to try out things and mm-hmm. then i applied and i got uh, invited uh, for the conference um, in january mm-hmm. and it just started from there then i've like spoken at many places the forums mm-hmm. that i've traveled to interestingly is brazil so uh-huh. that was an interesting experience as well so is it that easy to like go for any international conference you just have to apply and uh, uh, you got selected is it that easy anyone can do that um easy in the sense i would say that if somebody is really passionate and has enough contributions and has mm-hmm. enough like knowledge on the topic and mm-hmm. if m- the more you interact with people in conferences generally you find mm-hmm. other conference uh, organizers in the conference and yes. it, it mainly um, it's like a domino effect once you are uh-huh. able to showcase like the things that you're mm-hmm. doing and i think it is important to go in depth of topics as well and not keep it on the surface uh, okay because okay we think looking the amount of hours the amount of nights i've put in uh, to get to the place that i am is tremendous because i wanted to achieve a lot of things in a shorter time so mm. it is it okay. easy for sure it is a lot of hard work and um, but yes uh, i think tech is a place where uh, if you are passionate enough if you have put in the hard work enough it is a rewarding field there's no other Great. bias out there so you said like if you work hard if you go in depth of your topic then you get chance or obviously if you have to interact with people but i just like uh, curious about how you prepared for your first talk and uh, what was that experience okay yes um that is an interesting question so the first talk um especially it being an international talk i was still a student back then so i had like all the jitters that a person could have you know i am a student i'm going to be speaking at like the venue was microsoft headquarters apac 
so it was a big mm-hmm. venue the conference yeah. was pretty big as well uh called geek camp and uh, there every other speaker in the lineup was like a lot more experienced than me like having 10 years of experience 15 years of experience in the industry and mm. similarly was going to be the audience pool and there's always a q and a generally after or yes. so yeah. my knowledge of my topic uh, even though it was very much in depth i was more concerned about like what if i get a question uh, on something <laughs> that i don't know and yes because i don't have that breadth of experience mm, at that time obviously so like what do i do or what is something that is happening like very recent because people are interested mm-hmm. in the recent things and how am mm. i using it uh, it was yes. that i was already using it in my project for some time so mm-hmm. it was a tool that um i was already using so i knew the tool in and out and i had applied it many places so mm-hmm. i just went back to all of my previous code and understood that you know if there's something i'm missing out or what were like interesting things that i learned and i had to go through the learning curve but i can share it in my talk so that somebody else is able to like ramp up very quickly so okay uh while preparing for the talk i made sure that i took in these important points that not mm-hmm. just of the core technology concepts but the key learnings that i had so uh, suppose uh, i'm a new person i don't know much about how to prepare for a talk how to apply for a talk mm-hmm. and uh, let's take an example of laracon india okay. what's your suggestion for a person who don't know much about how to prepare for the talk so first let's start with how to apply for the talk then if you, if you got selected if your uh, topic got selected then how you prepare for the talk and obviously to apply how do i get a topic which should be okay. that appealing okay so that's many questions but let me answer it one by one <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah. i'll remind you if you forget yes uh, sure <laughs> uh, so firstly about like how do you apply or how do you get yes. to know so yes. if there is a conference say taking the example of laracon india so like i shared like once i got to know that laracon india was going to happen i simply it, it is a simple step which is ignored by many i just turned on like the notifications on twitter because out of like the hundreds of accounts that any user follows then how do you get to know about a dedicated post about a particular account like it might get mixed up in the number of tweets that are there in your feed so generally okay. conferences tend to post on their twitter handles or other social media platforms that you know they are opening um Mm-hmm. a call for speakers uh, yeah. out there and they generally post the link there itself so that okay. is how a person gets to know about the opportunity uh, okay. for conferences so I, like laracon so th- this is this is how i get to know that there is a conference and now the they have opened the call for speaker which is cfc yes so uh, i i'm really want to i really want to speak at laracon india but mm-hmm. i don't know what should i speak on so how can i come up with a topic mm-hmm. okay so generally like so um i think even in La- in the form of laracon india there are generally some suggested topics so it might be possible that a conference has a particular theme for the year and if the work that you have done falls into that theme then your chances of having that topic to be relevant to the conference also increases okay. because i think as an um like as a person who's applying uh, it is important to know that there might be instances wherein um the conference might have a particular theme for that particular year because every conference keeps right. on happening for multiple years and they also don't tend to like uh, they don't want it to be a repetitive thing because as somebody who's attending they would not want to hear the same topic every time exactly so uh, 
and um, i think that is the uh, conference organization team that like decides about that decides. and they generally oh. post it yeah. that you know if they have a particular theme or what are the core topics that they uh, got a feedback from attendees last time who want to hear that topic so they generally right. tend to list those topics that are there mm -hmm. and so um, yeah this is good so next step is if i have to find what topic i can speak on i need to understand what is the theme of the conference is how they want to uh, present uh, this year the talks yes. so maybe i can communicate with the organizers yes. like hey i want to speak what are your theme what are the topics you want uh, in the, this year conference yes. and then if that falls into my knowledge and my experience yeah. i can i can obviously come up originally with a yes. new idea Yes. Topic. Yes. Okay, that's really good. The second step is done. So now suppose I got the topic, I have applied and my talk is selected. Yes. How do I now prepare for the talk? So mm -hmm. coming up with the title of the talk and really preparing a 40 yes. minute talk is yes. a totally different thing. So yes. how do I do that? Yes, um, that is very true. So preparing for the talk and creating your talk content is very crucial. Like right mm -hmm. from preparing the slides, uh, to have a gist of what you're going to speak and yeah. also um, because you're going to, uh, because like the speaker is going to be on the stage so uh, the speaker also has to make sure of everything that they're doing like firstly the first and important thing is uh, to mentally be prepared of any technical glitches that might happen on stage <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true yeah. So, because um, that is the reality that we live in um, there mm. might be some technical glitch and it could be related to nothing, like not the speaker's uh, hardware software, not the conference venue's hardware software integration, nothing. It could just happen. But being prepared yeah. for it at that moment is very important. So it is important to keep a calm mind because you want, like as a speaker, you want to be aware and um, uh, be in the moment and not mm -hmm. overthink things. So first, I think that uh, is something that comes with practice as well. But uh, also like consciously thinking about uh, not panicking if something goes wrong, especially with respect to the hardware. Uh, so right. that uh, the speaker is able to handle it at the moment. Like you should be able mm -hmm. to think that, how do I fix this? Then mm -hmm. like when you're preparing like the uh, pre part of the conference. So the slides, um, firstly, don't, there are many tips of making great presentations. Uh, two key things that maybe I could share. Uh, one yep. is to not have, too many slides uh, because uh -huh. if it is a 40 minute talk and if somebody thinks I'll spend like half a minute on a talk and keeps like 80 slides. So imagine the speaker is going to spend time just clicking on uh, the slides, which is a bad idea. Uh. So instead keeping slides to be short and people are here to speak, uh, people are here to listen about you like as a speaker. So what the speaker has to say about the topic, because the exactly. topic, they can find documentation and go through tutorials. But what makes a conference unique as compared to reading documentation only is understanding the key points or what the learnings of the speaker was about using that technology or framework or a particular application mm -hmm. that they were able to use it. Good. So creating good content is very important and that gets reflected okay. a lot based on the number of slides a person is making. And then along mm -hmm. with the number is the quality of the slides. So okay. it, should, it should be able to grab the attention of a... Uh, audience member mm -hmm. because okay. I think like so, what I do is think from the perspective of like the audience member they are mm -hmm. going to sit there for 40 minutes 
and mm-hmm. sit at a particular place and just look at the speaker and try to understand so there should be something yes. that should uh, you know after some intervals be able to grab the audience attention mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. including things yeah. like um, that in your slides or in the content that you're delivering so that people are engrossed and engaged creating an engaging presentation i think is equally important amazing dishti these three things is the key i can say yes the key point of a amazing presentation one is prepare for anything i'm not just saying the technical glitch and i'm saying like prepare for anything yes. second you said like don't fill up your uh, presentation with lots of slides keep your slides engaging i i think the slides are not for the audience slides is for the speakers yes yes so you have to see that that if you are putting a slide that should help you to explain more which you cannot explain in words so that's why the slides are important and that's why we don't want too many slides because if there is too many slides people will get distracted from you so the central point should always be the speaker yes great and also i think like the slides serve as a purpose for the speaker to know that you know they are also on time because that is very important uh-huh. in a talk so that you have like mm. checkpoints that okay now you're on this slide so kind of in this much time you should have reached here exactly. so to keep a track of time and uh, i think that is also a, a like hidden purpose that like slides serve okay so uh, now let's move to something amazing which you are doing apart from this job apart from the conferences tell me about that and then we will talk more about it okay so um apart from this uh so being somebody who has uh, won many scholarships in college be tech related fintech related or uh, been a part of a lot of student clubs um i was actually also the best outgoing student of my college so wow, doing well correct. in academics as well as uh, grabbing like a dream campus placement um i also wanted to give back uh, mm-hmm. and bring out all these opportunities to current students as well as young professionals and uh beat in the form of helping them with their uh, resume preparation or how do they have a, a interesting linkedin profile or how do they prepare for interviews for opportunities that come knocking on their door but because of not being a lot prepared for it they are not able to crack it so yeah. my initiative called skill up with drishti is what uh-huh. um i'm helping uh, i'm aiming to use this to help young professionals mid career professionals and students as well to come into the tech industry and um like take it by storm use their knowledge create an impact and uh, reach the dream places that they wish to be so mm-hmm. um currently yeah. i have uh, like anybody could reach out to me over linkedin i have a google maps link as well of the place um so it is oh, offline oh, as well as online generally yeah. people tend to use the online way of communicating because it fits in mm. well with people's schedule And, exactly um yeah right from even career guidance so say somebody is still uh, figuring out or changing fields from say mechanical or civil into tech they want to harness the power of tech or maybe during college they they were pursuing a mechanical or civil uh, degree but actually they were more inclined towards tech and now they want to take it up as a full time career so how do they make that transition would some mm-hmm. technical certifications help them or how do they learn from where do they learn and how do they crack those interviews So that's really powerful drishti uh, tell me about more about this like if i'm a, a non tech person and i want to get into tech should i just directly dm you on linkedin 
yeah i think that okay. is a great way dm me over okay. linkedin twitter uh, i also have a instagram handle by the name of geeky earthian nice. i yeah because i find nice. that i'm somebody who's geeky and uh, i am also preparing for the future wherein maybe if we find alien species so i am an earthian like just to say i am an like indian based on the nationality i am an earthian based on my planet so i am a geeky wow. earthian so adderid geeky earthian is as that's well that's really really earthian. thoughtful name <laughs> geeky <laughs> yeah. earthian <laughs> yeah. okay so i'm a newbie and i just want to land into tech i dm'd you Yes. And then what? What you are going to? What kind of information you need from me? Mm-hmm. And what you will going to suggest me to get into the tech? Okay, so say if you are a complete newbie into tech, yeah. I would firstly like to know the background because a person mm-hmm. can fall into two categories. One would be the person is still a student and maybe is pursuing mm-hmm. a degree related to tech or not related to tech. That will give me an interesting insight about the person and the kind of the background that they have. and then based on what they can do if they are in tech if they can harness a particular skill they already have a field of interest be it mm-hmm. front end back end full stack or uh, they are into the machine learning space or into the data science space and what is it that they're looking to get into mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if somebody is a student and is say from a non technical background then i would like to understand more about what is it that interests them or are they completely mm-hmm. new to this or have they tried out something which intrigued their interest and okay. if there's somebody who's uh, not a student a young professional then what has the previous background been how can that help the person itself to you know elevate their career because i'm a strong Great. believer in the past experience that a person has actually helps a lot when the person transitions into tech as well because that brings uh-huh. a diversity of experience a diversity of thought in looking at things because as developers in technology at the core we are trying to solve problems Mm. as simple as that so our previous knowledge helps us in solving problems and coding is a mm. means in which we are able to do that so how mm-hmm. can that person's previous experience be very useful in order for them to scale up in tech so once right. i receive a dm i would interact with them maybe hop on a one on one connect session and mm-hmm. take it from there if it is a mentoring type uh, thing that they are looking for or a career guidance or maybe even something specific as you know i have my interview coming up in 30 days for an international opportunity and i want ah. to get a mock interview from you get feedback how should i talk about both technical okay. behavioral rounds because mainly they are focused ah. on technical so in technical as well a person should be able to communicate tech the things that they are you know detailed system mm-hmm. design interviews and like code development Good. interviews or even algorithms interviews so having that mock interview feedback and yeah then it just falls into place right so uh, talking about the interviews so people learn new things in tech even coding and whatever different fields we have but they get the skill but they didn't find the job so what's your suggestion like how to find a job and how to prepare yourself for an interview because preparing for an interview is i believe has to be the very important thing or i can say very important part of getting a job yes what's your thought on it yes no uh, so i would um, second that like uh, preparing for the interview like i would completely agree to that that preparing mm-hmm. for the interview is very crucial because a person would have the skills and the person might get an opportunity as well but mm-hmm. uh, many times people are not prepared for the interview they think mm-hmm. that because they were able to develop a great application solve a complex problem 
that they should be eligible for the job but mm-hmm. a person uh, needs to understand that in a work setting there are many things along with the technology aspect that come into place you should be able okay. to communicate with the stakeholders a person should be able to understand the requirements that are there so the interviews mm-hmm. basically are around assessing these qualities through indirect questions a interviewer would never ask you know how would you interact with stakeholders that is a very redundant question instead right. they would have a sample problem or they would ask something very different in technical uh, aspect and try to understand the way you are thinking or what questions mm-hmm. would you ask or what questions would you seek from the interviewer itself that kind of gives an insight to the interviewer so preparing for the interview from the perspective of for an interview and not just polishing your technical skills is okay. very important okay so i i have uh, given a lot of interview and always i failed but <laughs> the one question which i am really uh, got nervous and it really irritates me mm-hmm. which is like tell me about yourself <laughs> oh bhai i have given the resume to you everything is there why you are asking me tell me about yourself so mm-hmm. can you give me a idea what is this question and what interviewer want to uh, hear and want to know if they have all the information in the resume so what is the purpose of this question okay so tell me about yourself right it seems to be such a simple topic now yeah. to answer this question let me take you a little back imagine you are in a family setting you have like your family your extended family everybody is there for some family gathering or uh, just an event and how do you interact with them right they know everything about you so mm-hmm. paralleling it to the company has your resume so they know things about you but still the family would like to know about what you're doing in your life right now right or they okay. would like to know in in your own words of what are you doing your parents might have told your relatives for example you know uh, my kid is pursuing a particular degree uh-huh. or he uh was able to accomplish this or he is yes. now uh, trying out a particular startup and you know these are his obstacles mm-hmm. that he's facing but even after that the yeah. relative will ask you what yes. you do yes right so there is an answer that you give there mm. so what okay. that brings is the human sense in your answer something coming uh-huh. from your parents and something coming from you is very different because you are the person talking about yourself similarly mm. in an interview setting when an interviewer asks about tell me about yourself basically the interview wants to know out of the many like say 10 15 things listed on the resume what is the thing that you are maybe proud of the most or what mm. is more challenging out of those okay for example you worked on five p- projects during uh, uh-huh. your uh, career or your school time but out of that those like five projects there might be one particular project which was more challenging than others it could be mm. due to a number of reasons you might have listed the technology or what problem you solve but the actual you know the full cycle of the software development is something that only you went through and that is what the right. interviewer is trying to understand and okay. is trying to get from an interviewee about uh, mm. you know times uh, or more uh, things that the interviewee is more proud of or would like to um, you know share about more okay so uh, this means like if someone asks like sarthak tell me about yourself obviously i have to start from my name and yes, what i do but yeah. but i have to focus on the things which i really proud of i am confident about yes. so that they can verify it from my confidence that whatever i will 
whatever I am saying, I will do with hundred percent. Yes. So this is this is the reason. Yes. Am I right? Yes. And also, kind of, they are they also get to verify what you have written on your resume, because uh, uh, fortunately <laughs> or unfortunately, some people tend to uh, expand upon things that they have not actually done it in depth. And maybe they mm. just tried a basic program in a particular language, and they would add it to their, you know, knowledge of yes. advanced knowledge in this particular programming <clears throat> language. But right. through the interview, the inter, uh, like the interview is trying to understand actually what was the depth in which you did things of the resume that a person has, you know, listed on the resume. Mm. Also, an okay. interesting tip that I generally give to a lot of people who are connected yes, with me sure. to skill up with Rishti is, you know, this is the interview is chance. to turn the interview in the way that we wanted to go imagine okay. you pick up the project that you're most passionate about and that is something that you have worked more on as compared to the five projects listed so once you explain that project to the interviewer the interviewer also gets interest and then they would ask the follow up questions based on these projects mm. so imagine now the the tables have turned kind of you have um, you know taken the interview in the direction that you were more comfortable in that was your oh. expertise area so this is like a hidden question there are ton of hidden questions like this and uh, like this is a great tip for anybody who's listening to us on this podcast as well that you know this is your I, chance to highlight your strength i never have thought this way of this part of the interview like yeah that's really powerful thing if yeah. if interviewer is giving you the liberty tell me about yourself now it's up to you yeah how you want to start your interview which direction you want to give to the interview and it's not ball is in your court yes do it what you want yes wow yes. now yes. this question suddenly <laughs> excites me yeah and uh, yeah and you must have realized that this is such a crucial question right it seems simple that you know tell me about yourself and people tend to actually not prepare for this question mm. but actually this is like the starting point like just we say first impression is your last impression kind of this is the first question of every interview every kind of job role that a person goes mm-hmm. for like you also i saw your reaction that you know your perspective of the reason of why a particular question is asked say during interviews mm-hmm. about cracking interviews or completely changed and i think that is my exactly. aim as well so uh, i was happy to be sharing uh, a few of the things during this podcast as well mm. and yes it is sure. uh, there for a longer conversation during the conference excited to meet you as well during larakon uh, india yeah so great yeah, yeah. so uh, what is the future technology you are super excited about okay so uh, the future technology that i'm super excited about is the more deep dive of integrating ai ml with iot uh because okay. iot is revolutionary but mm-hmm. um, it kind of took a step back with uh, the great resources we had of gpus for computing ai and ml mm-hmm. models and i think when both of these are integrated in the near future i think it would create revolutionary products and it would like solve like real world problems so i'm really looking forward wow. to that wow wow drishti i can say like your perspective of seeing things is really out of the world i have interviewed many people and uh, people say like hey ai is a good thing and uh, chat gpt or something which is in trend but your answer is really uh, i can say practical 
So yes, IoT is the next big thing. But if you combine IoT with the AI, it will yes. really change the world yes. which we want. Yes, yes. And it will change the world for good is what I'm hoping. Right. Solving tons of problems for us. That's really great. So Drishti, uh, so we can finish this podcast yes. by saying like from where people can start interacting with you. Tell me your Insta or Twitter username okay, so that sure. people can just interact. Yeah. So on Instagram, uh, everybody can find me as Kiki Earthian, G-E-E-K-Y-E-A-R-T-H-I-A-N. Or on Twitter, my DMs are open. It is Drishti J Jain. So D-R-I-S-H-T-I-J-J-A-I-N. Yes, that's a double J. And yeah, uh, my LinkedIn is also open. So um, uh, it's as Drishti Jain. You can find me there. Okay, I will put all the links in the show notes so that uh, if people want, just they can click and DM you. Yes. And also, I'd like to add, I also have a YouTube channel that I'm, oh. uh, yeah, I, I'm also helping out uh, by bringing stories of startups uh, onto mm-hmm. my YouTube channel through podcasts and also trying mm-hmm. to share a lot of like interview prep material or how do you crack interviews over there. Great. It is. It has just started. So maybe after Laracon and all, I'll have some time to add on more mm-hmm. content to it. So right. people can right. find me there as well. Sure. That's really great. So thank you, Drishti, for your time once again. And uh, see you soon. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was great interacting with you, Sartak. And, you know, thanks for doing this podcast uh, re- related to Laracon India. I think mm-hmm. uh, for the speakers as well that you're conducting the podcast with and for the attendees as well. I think everybody gets a good glimpse before the Mm -hmm. conference. And I think Mm. all us as speakers are going to be bombarded with a ton of questions, with (laughs) attendees, uh, listening to our podcast. So that is going to be a great networking boost during the conference. Mm. So yeah, thanks. Exactly.